0: You're listening to Salary Savvy, Episode 30. On this podcast, we explore how to advance the wealth and careers of women and other marginalized communities in tech. Here, you'll find practical, actionable advice that helps you scale your career and unapologetically create a life you love. I'm your host, Chrissy Battle, and thanks for joining me on this journey. This week, we are talking about a very interesting problem or predicament that you might find yourself in. And that is that it is possible that you are too good at your job. And because you're too good at your job, it's actually slowing down the progress that you're seeing in your career. So in this episode, we're going to talk about why it is that you don't want to be too good at your job. And to be clear, I'm not saying that I'm going to advise you to half-ass things. We're going to be very specific about what being too good means and why it's not something that you want to strive for, as well as how to combat getting into that position, or if you are finding yourself there right now, how to get out of it. So first things first. If you are too good at your job, it can hold you back because you are too hard to replace. And because you're hard to replace, your company is going to want to keep you right where you're at so you can be stuck in your role or with a certain set of duties because you are so valuable to your company where you're at that it's going to be too expensive to rehire you, it's going to be too co- time consuming to retrain someone for your role. They're, going, they're getting a lot of return on their investment for you staying right where you're at. And the thing to realize here is your personal career ROI is not necessarily your company's ROI. So ROI is return on investment, So for your company, where they want you, where you're going to have the biggest impact for them or the biggest cost savings or that return on investment, that might not be where you in your own career are going to see those things. So what you might want to see is career advancement, promotions, more money, cooler projects, more opportunities, whatever it is. If you're stuck in a role that you're so good at that you can't be replaced, it's going to be hard for you to find those opportunities. The other thing that can be challenging is that you tend to get pigeonholed. So even if your company is theoretically willing to move you for the people making the hiring decisions or for other teams that maybe you're looking to transfer into, if you are so known for being the expert at one thing, a certain system, a program, you know, a company's legacy product, it can often be hard for others to see beyond the skills that you have in such abundance, right? Like, if you are an expert on legacy systems, they're going to potentially have a hard time seeing how you can do a fantastic job on developing a new market or a new product or things like that, because those aren't skills that they have necessarily seen from you. So, Being good at our jobs is something that we all want to experience, right? We don't want to be bad at our jobs. That's a terrible feeling to feel stressed or incompetent or like your skills growth isn't matching the growth that's demanded in your role. That's never fun. You don't want that. What I personally like to think for is I want to aim for like a B plus borderline A, Right. Like I do want to do a good job on my own career. And this is how I would encourage you to think about it, too. Like letter grades, I feel like are kind of the easiest way to communicate this. But, you know, don't go for like a plus plus with extra credit bonus points all the time. Like you do want to do a good job, like more than acceptable, more than average, because you want everyone around you to see your potential and your drive. But you don't want to do such an A++ with bonus points job in your specific role, again, that you can't be replaced in that role because you've become too valuable where you're at. So when you are working at like a B plus level, you're showing a lot of potential. You're showing that you have a good command of the subject that you're working in. And you also have the potential to bring that same amount of skill acquisition and dedication and value that you can bring to your current role, people can see how that can translate to success in other places. That's where you want to make sure that you are doing a good job. You don't want to do an irreplaceable job. Let's talk about ways to combat becoming too good at your job. So the first one that I think is helpful to think about is one we've already touched on, and that is just making sure that you are doing a good enough job. So we already touched on that with the letter grades thing in terms of you want to be viewed as capable in your role. You do not want to be known as the knower of all things in a specific subject. The other thing, if you're currently in that position where you are too valuable at your current company to be replaced, Really, the best way for you to get out of that situation is to find a position in a new company where you're not going to be pigeonholed or where you're not specifically associated with that role or program that you're having a hard time moving out of in your current company. So, that is going to be your most likely path out. One of the other things that can be helpful is to seek projects versus programs. So what I mean by that is if you are essentially feeling trapped in a role that you say you are managing a program or a legacy product or something that like that's the reason that it's so hard for you to be replaced and you don't want to get pulled back into that cycle again. Another thing you could think about is when you're looking at potentially those external promotions, looking at roles that are more project based. And so that would be companies that are looking to execute a specific, maybe a systems upgrade or a migration, or they're looking to build out a certain thing. So this is new work that you would be doing versus maintaining something that's already existing, developing products for an existing program. That could be one way that you kind of help isolate or insulate yourself because you have a project that has a start and a stop, and once it's executed, then you can move on to the next project. The next thing that you can do to help mitigate being trapped in a job that you are too good at is maxing out your education benefit. So I know I've talked about this on prior episodes, but just a super high level here is for most corporate roles, you're going to have some sort of education stipend. And I know a lot of folks aren't Maximizing this. And so, if you are not right now, one thing that it would be really important for you to do over, I would say, even the next week or two of listening to this episode is go to your company's benefits page. Look up how much your education benefit is. And if you have not taken any classes or you have not used any of that benefit so far for this year or whatever the time horizon is that you have to use the benefit, I want you to challenge yourself to max out that benefit by the end of the benefit period. So if it's the end of the calendar year, this episode is released in October. Target something that you can get done by the end of December. Use up that benefit. Take some classes. See if your company will cover some books or some like some physical books, some audio books, maybe virtual classes if in-person classes aren't an option for you. Also don't limit yourself to your education benefit. So, you should also be thinking about what you can invest in your own learning. So, when you're spending time to grow your skills that are complementary to your current role, but they're also pushing you towards future options, then that's why this is going to help you because you're continually nurturing and building your skill set. So, you are making sure that you are giving yourself options. If you do want to look for external roles, you're going to make it easier. Because you have a new skill set that you can now leverage to help you make that transition or to help people see you in a different light. So another thing that you can do is developing or nurturing a niche but transferable skill set. So you want to be looking at things that you can build skills around that are transferable to many companies. But is a very specific skill set. So maybe it's a type of management that you do, maybe it's a type of product that you support. Maybe it's the type of primary system that you work on. The thing that you want to avoid here is your niche being a company's proprietary anything. because if you are only able to work on one company's version of something, you're going to be more locked in there. Than you potentially want to be so by looking for a niche but transferable skill set that you can move to other companies you're going to be opening up more options for yourself and then the last one here is more of a privilege it is usually more of a long-term plan that you have to have but it feels so amazing once you have it and that is building up a sufficient emergency fund so Why this is helpful in this scenario is just having the knowledge that you can leave at any time without having something else lined up, like another job, because you have an emergency fund that is sufficient to fund you while you find something else. That can be such a benefit for your mental health and navigating these situations because honestly, it can help you stay longer while you look for something external because you just have the knowledge that you have the power to leave if you want to at any time. And that can be hugely helpful. The other thing I'll note here is with the emergency fund, also being mindful of the climate that you're deploying it in. And what I mean by that is right now, the 2023 job market Is brutal. And so, thinking about that when you, if you're looking to use your emergency fund, you might need a bigger emergency fund in a tougher job market than you would in a really favorable one. So, also make sure that you are gauging the job market, the climate, before you exercise that emergency fund option to make sure that that fund is going to be sufficient cushion. But again, a really powerful option to have. All right. So we have talked about six ways that you can prevent yourself from being seen as too good at your job. So that is through leveraging things like your mindset. So working on focusing on being good enough and not the best person that has ever worked this role in the entire history of this company's past. You want to be good enough so that you can be seen as having potential to move up not potential to maximize this individual role. You want to look at things like external promotions. Also making sure that you are seeking projects versus programs. Also looking at maximizing that education benefit. So here is a specific request for you. This is homework for you. When you listen to this episode, if you're listening to it at release, it's October. Make sure that if you have education benefit that expires in December, that you are using every penny between now and December. You have two months to figure it out. Again, sign up for a virtual class, an in-person class. Maybe they cover audio books. Maybe they cover physical books. Like Find something that you will be able to utilize to make sure that you are investing in yourself and using this free money, this free resource that you are able to leverage to further your career. The other piece here is don't let that stop you from investing in yourself as well. You don't have to wait for your company to set aside funds for you to build your skill set. You can also just invest in yourself. You are your own best investment. The more nuanced one that we talked about was that niche but transferable skill set. So don't focus on learning your company's proprietary anything, but... Having a really focused down specific skill set that's more narrow and targeted can actually help you open up more opportunities at other companies if it's a transferable narrow focus, because you're going to be an ideal candidate that has skills and experience in that area. That's going to help bring you to the top of that candidate pool. That's also typically going to transfer or translate to higher compensation because you have that narrow usually more rare, desirable skill set. That one can be a little bit harder to figure out in terms of how to niche down and narrow your focus, but that is something that you can work towards figuring out as you move through your career. The last one, again, this is more of a privilege. This is more of a long-term focus or something to aspire to, but having an emergency fund, some folks call it an FU fund, but I feel like that's a little too spicy. So emergency fund is what I call it, but having something sufficient set aside that you have the option. Again, this is an emergency. You do not want to just decide one day that like I'm quitting it. You want to make sure that you are making a reasoned decision around the transition out without having another role lined up. I do not necessarily advocate for this. This is just saying if it's critical for your mental health, and you have the emergency fund that you can leverage while you find something else, that can be such a huge relief to your mental health, to your stress level. So, having that be an option can be something really powerful that you can build up over time investing in that emergency fund. It can seem so counterintuitive to feel like you are seen as too good at your job or you are too good at your job. And it seems weird that that's something that you want to avoid. But one of the things that's important to remember in your career is you want to nurture skill sets that are promotable and transferable. And when you are working towards learning your current role or any future roles, make sure that you are doing a good job, right? That good enough job, but you are also leaving room for other people to see how you're going to move up to the next level and how those skills that you have right now your performance in your current job is going to help you get there all right thanks so much for listening this week i hope you're having an amazing day and i will see you back here next thursday bye for now